0: Hey everybody, this is Dominic D'Angelo at WrestleZone.com. I just wanted to give a brief introduction to the following interview I got to do with the legendary actor, Henry Winkler. Now Henry happened to star in a 1978 film directed by Carl Reiner named The One and Only. And uh, it's about a struggling actor that moves to New York City and tries to make ends meet by ultimately becoming a pro wrestler. And Henry Winkler's in the starring role as Andy Schmidt. It's a very, very funny film. There's a lot loss- of... A lot of also great sentimental moments. Um it stars uh actor William Daniels, who's also known better known as Mr. Feeney from Boy Meets World. We also have Gene Sachs, uh Herb Valence from um Fantasy Island. He plays a great role in it. Um and Kim Darby plays the co starring role as his wife, Mary. So um what it is I think you'll really, really like the film if you give uh get an opportunity to watch it and um, Henry just does a great job, like balancing comedy with some sentimentality and some, uh, a little bit of drama in there, too. Uh, we talk about his acting approach, who he was trained by in the ring. It's a really cool star that trained him. And there was some cameos in there, too, When we'll mention that uh, from some wrestlers. Uh, so pretty darn cool. Uh, it kind of comes full circle if you're familiar with GLOW on Netflix because a uh, certain wrestler trained with those girls – and somebody that he's related to trained, well, didn't train, but was in the movie. Anyways, I gotta thank Henry for the time he was so gracious and, and nice with his time, and uh, just a very very nice person. I gotta thank Wendy, and I also want to thank Sherry, as well as hey, I gotta thank R.J. City for uh, introducing me to this movie. Uh, if with I was not aware of this until he he tweeted about it and shared it out. So, uh, and it's definitely became one of my favorite films to watch. And it was a real privilege to speak with Mr. Winkler about it. Now, Henry's also got some good stuff kicking up. Obviously, he's in Barry, but he's uh, also in Monsters at Work, which will be released this month on Disney Plus. Uh, he talks about that a little bit. He also talks about uh, the new book that he has coming out in October. So uh, he'll give you all the details in that. But yes, thank you again to Mr. Winkler and everybody. Please enjoy this interview as we discuss 1978's the one and only. Hey, everybody, this is Dominic D'Angelo, WrestleZone.com. Today's date is June 29th, 2021, and I'm happy to have with me here the legendary actor, none other than Henry Winkler. Henry, thank you so much for joining me today to discuss a little pro wrestling of all things.
1: You know, I got to tell you, I just came from uh practice, mm-hmm. and uh, I took Haystack's Calhoun, <laughs> and I threw him off the ropes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See, he's a big guy to mess around with i tell you he that. was a
1: big guy and i want to tell you something i don't think he showers no i think you're right i've heard horror stories about him actually i'm telling you my nose hairs curled up inside my head <laughs> how, how about this this shirt is my father's day gift for my children oh
0: really happy father's belated father's day buddy. thank you isn't it yeah. nice yeah, yeah looking slick look i slick. love color Hey, you know what? I've seen you've been staying busy on Twitter, too, with the uh, fly fishing. My favorite. Nonetheless, Every dude, you've been catching so many fish. I was, like, scrolling through, and I was like, dude, there's another one.
1: (laughs) Well, I'll tell you something. Uh, The Swan Valley in Idaho Mm -hmm. is one of the great fisheries of our time. I mean, it's just fantastic. The lodge on the Palisades, and uh, if they don't have room, Jimmy Kimmel has a brand-new lodge. Oh, done to the nines
0: the south fork oh my god it's great holy smokes yeah it's a, is that when did you start going there to do some fly fishing well
1: uh, i've been going to swan uh swan valley mm-hmm. for i would say 10 years maybe eight years eight nine ten years somewhere in there Oh wow! i'm dyslexic so they all blend <laughs> yeah yeah the uh what i remember is the gorgeousness of the place
0: yeah. and the fish Oh my gosh. It like just the scenery, I seeing the pictures and everything is pretty handy too. And
1: here's the great thing. You know, there are people who snorkel Mm -hmm. and they go under the river and they look to see what is living under the river so they can tie flies to attract the trout. Really? They have seen my laminated Fonzie pictures that I have signed and put in the fish mouth as I, send them back home. That's
0: great. Well, what a, what a souvenir for them, too. That's wonderful. Yeah, I'm very proud.
1: I'm in nests
0: all over the West. All over. The, the fish are well aware of you. <laughs> well, that's kind of what I wanted to get into, too, because uh, how I I was, as I was telling you off air, I'm a huge uh, Fonzie fan. As I was in sixth grade when Happy Days was catching heat on Nick at Night and all that stuff. Sure. And so... Um, after all that kind of happened, I was just a diehard fan. And so, I and I swear, I, I did not watch Scream until like five years ago because I didn't want to see you die in it. <laughs> I heard rumors of it and I was like, I'm not watching until until I, I'm ready. And it was like, until I became like 32. So anyways, <laughs> um, so a wrestler named RJ City, who's on Twitter, he tweeted out this movie poster of you as the one and the one and only. And oh, I was, uh, <laughs> The one and
1: only, I made the one and only during a uh, hiatus, which means during uh, seasons of Happy Days.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I made two films. One was Heroes with Sally Field. Right. Who was amazing. And, uh, one with, uh, uh, and one with a bunch of wrestlers and Kim Darby called The One and Only. And Jean LaBelle. Yeah. Uh, a very famous wrestler and coach mm-hmm. and manager uh, taught me. I was going to ask. So you, we, yeah. w- we would film during the day for the one and only with Carl Reiner, the great late Carl Reiner was the director. And then I would have to rehearse in a ring uh, after that. So I that was an exhausting movie
0: I to make but it. fun. How long did, did the training process take for you like it, like in the ring with Gene and everything like that?
1: Well, you know what? I I would, I trained a few weeks before we started filming. Okay. And then several nights a week uh, during filming so that I was ready for the routine um, for that particular uh, day of shooting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. When I saw, I was looking at the credits and I was like, all these guys like these wrestlers that i'm seeing look familiar they have to be somebody and sure enough when i saw gene labelle i was like that's it it's gene and then um there was also roddy piper played yeah ben, uh, yep uh the and one you know parent- what
1: is interesting mm-hmm. is i made another movie uh years later called here comes the boom mm-hmm. uh they're not wrestlers they were mma fighters yeah yeah well, what right. is true about both group of human beings the wrestlers and the mma fighters out of the ring? most of the MMA fighters I met were total, gentle, Zen people who were centered. I mean, they were amazing. And then in the ring, they would eat your heart. Right. <laughs> they, would literally, they would serve you um, fried heart. Yeah. Uh, it was, the, the, the transition was amazing. And these guys, uh, Piper and, and all the guys that I wrestled with, mm-hmm. were so supportive and so careful and they took such good care of me so that I would not be hurt because it, no matter what,
0: it's a rough and tumble existence. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Now, did you suffer any injuries at all during, during the filming or anything? Or you I know? did not, my
1: pride. My pride was <laughs> injured. If I missed a move, that was my, my, but I don't remember a major injury. No, that's great. You know, yeah. I just had a lot of fun. You know, when I played a German soldier, and I hit him with the helmet, you know, I hit him in the head, you know, but uh, it was crazy.
0: Yeah. And what I thought was so cool too, is all the different gimmicks you played. Like you mentioned the German shol- soldier and then the hypnotist. Which is so funny, Henry, because just a couple of weeks ago on actual wrestling, like WWE, somebody was hypnotized in the ring. And I was like, I never have seen that ever before. <laughs> and sure enough, I watch this movie and you're hypnotizing
1: the elephant. You know, referee. Uh, Dominic, but what is true is that in my real life, I would not mind being hypnotized. Yeah. But I cannot be hypnotized. Uh, something in my brain won't let me let
0: go. Enough,
1: yeah, to go under.
0: I know, right? My brain's always—I'm in the same boat. My brain's always moving. I'm just like, oh man, you got to really dig in there to get get that. Where are you? Where are you right now? What room are you in? So I'm in my office in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. In Pittsburgh. Yep.
1: Oh, I heard the Big O just closed. Um, Oh, great! The great Frankfurter of of Pennsylvania was the Big O. And Lydia's, uh, uh, Lydia's Italian? Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. She would serve you three kinds of pasta, and then the servers would come around with big vats of your, um, uh, pasta of your choice. Yeah, yeah. Of course, yesterday the doctor said, you'll want to lose that tummy.
0: So (laughs) pasta is out. (laughs) Pasta's out. Yeah, you got, especially if you're wrestling. (laughs) Yeah, really. Those (laughs) guys...
1: I would touch them and there was no body fat. You could literally hurt your finger just by pressing into them.
0: That's how solid they are. Oh my gosh, it's, to see them today too, holy smokes. It's just like, there's no shredded. like there's no ah, ounce of body fat whatsoever. Oh my gosh, it's great. It's pretty wild. You know,
1: when I was 10 years old, I used to watch wrestling. I would have a little uh, television table a tiny little fold away and I would have uh, egg salad and chocolate milk, uh, ch- the egg salad on Wonder Bread with pickles <laughs> and then I would sit there and watch uh, Bruno, uh, Bruno San Martin, is that his yeah. name? Bruno San Martino from Pittsburgh. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, who I met uh, subsequently years later at a Comic-Con.
0: Yeah. A dear,
1: dear man. Very um, sweet. You know, it was great, and I'll tell you the craziest person uh, that uh, that was in the uh, in the ring was uh, "It's a Wonderful Day in the Neighborhood." Mister Rogers was in the ring. Uh, I'm telling you, he was vicious. He was saying, "Mister so Rogers so from Pittsburgh was vicious."
0: Everybody feared him, and when he went in the ring, <laughs> he could. I'm- you could it tie a shoe me, like nobody were, else but
1: <laughs> you know what he hit me in the head with a puppet it was horrible you
0: went off to the land of make-believe <laughs> no well i wanted to ask too um since carl reiner directed it all was he a wrestling fan too or was uh did he what did he you know i don't
1: know yeah. all i
0: know is that
1: uh carl reiner is will never be replaced he, he was a magician with words and magical with comedy. He, uh, he just was, uh, uh, two months before he died, mm-hmm. I got a call to go to his house to take him some of my children's books. Yeah, yeah. He gave me, signed, some of his coffee table books. And uh, what a man, what a man.
0: He put in yeah. so much to the to the business too. There's so much oh like my gosh. like it was such an influence. Uh huh. Absolutely. And, and, and his group, his bunch
1: of friends, Mel Brooks. Yeah. Mel Brooks, one of the funniest men he, to ever stand on earth.
0: His birthday was just yesterday too. Eighty five. I think. Yeah. I wow. Yep. wow. How about that? Huh. Wow. Yeah. No. I just and to to your point too. I thought. You and him, and uh, um, oh my gosh, Kim Darby, and everybody did such a wonderful balance of balancing comedy in the movie, as well as it's like the Villages. His- yeah, vil- oh my gosh, he was so good. Uh, I did, like I did another movie with him.
1: Uh-huh. Uh huh. he we were in uh, a movie with uh, about um, the mafia. Oh yeah. Called Crazy Joe, and we went to the we went to the mattresses. You know, and yeah. Hervé was one of the soldiers.
0: <laughs> That's great. Yeah. I love the opening scene between you and him when you guys go in the act, uh, the the studio there and you're trying to get an appointment. It's such great, like, and then how you guys play it off with, like, you're joking at one another and then you, are like, become friends. And then he brings you into this world. It's such a neat aspect of it. It's like, yeah.
1: Well, he shit. was a lovely, lovely gentleman.
0: Yeah. Really, a, a ladies' man. Oh, yeah. You could oh, tell. Yeah oh yeah you could tell like and, th- and those are some of the best scenes too where he would just like you were drunk and uh, the one woman came over and you're like oh yeah here's my friend Milton <laughs> it was, uh, such really neat instances where like d- doing balancing comedy and drama with that like because there was some intense moments where like you would get in an argument with Mary and certain you know what America. though that that really
1: is an actor's job Yes. That's why I thought, I, I think that going to drama school is so important because you have to be honest about your own talent, that it, it exists and you don't have just a pipe dream of wanting to be a star. Right. But you have to train that talent so you're not a flash in the pan. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you have to do everything in drama school that is possible, that is given to you: drama, comedy, um, a Greek tragedy, so that you taste it all. Because in the end, as an actor,
0: what you are is a a living, breathing storyteller. Right. Right. Exactly. You're con- you're translating, and that's it's so funny, Henry, because. I remember being in my first uh, Shakespeare play and I was like, right. I, hate, I hate Shakespeare. I was like, I was right. thinking, I don't like him. But once you were doing it, it was so neat to try to convey what he wrote to an audience. And uh, I think that's, there's so much to say about that with wrestling as well as acting too. Did you find a lot of, when you were doing that stuff and interacting with the rest, did you find a lot of uh, relations almost in regards to acting and similarities with
1: Well, you know what you, you have to respect your partner.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: You know, you have to be generous to your partner, even though it looks like they are massively um, angry at each other, uh, that they are, um, you know, just um, the worst enemies. They have to see each other in the next arena. Right. Mm-hmm. And so for the most part, it is really um, respect mm-hmm. and generosity. And the same thing goes with acting. You can't act by yourself. No. Mm-hmm. You depend on what you're getting from the other person. And if the other person isn't getting it, then it that's one of the few things that makes me angry
0: oh yeah yeah absolutely it's like uh, if my partner
1: is not prepared yeah yeah
0: that's rough Uh, yeah that's rough when you have a team partner like that or anything (laughs) now I mean you know the
1: ballet of wrestling the you throw somebody I mean I'm just now remembering watching it yeah you throw somebody against the rope and they go against the rope and they come at you and you put your arm out if it's not timed perfectly you can damage somebody else Absolutely. So they—they are—they are literally. I mean, and I don't mean this. It's like a ballet, very
0: much. Yeah, mm-hmm, very much. I have great respect for that. And the you guys touch upon it in the movie, too, is not only that, but they, the touring schedule that they go on, where, like, right now, obviously, the pandemic's happening. And so that's or almost out of it, thank goodness. <laughs> but um, there's uh, the, the travel that goes with it and the commitment, like, uh, where they do have the strains with uh, husbands and wives and families and all that stuff, balancing life in general. And that's a lot of similarities with acting too. Absolutely, right? Absolutely, and I will tell you, uh, wrestlers
1: use a lot of baby oil. Yeah. Uh, uh, I of course don't have a six pack. My six pack is buried very deep, <laughs> but it's, it's, there. It is, it's there. It's you there. You just can't see it. So I compensated with oil. <laughs> there you go. And uh, let me just tell you, bottles and bottles strewn on the floor. Um, at the end of a match, I could imagine.
0: I, could ima- I gotta say, it looked pretty good though in the movie. I went as the lover. Geez, oh my god, huh? Yeah, yeah, you oh, had it going,
1: man. <laughs> I literally can hang a four by seven photograph off my arm. That's amazing. Thank you. Framed or not framed? Framed, oh my god, <laughs> right here. Geez, that's fantastic with glass <laughs> feats of strength it's it's insane <laughs> of course i have to take an advil afterwards sure oh no of course yeah but i can hang it oh you can do it you can do it and on this arm <laughs> nothing because it's really hard. no yeah. nothing over here it's all over here
0: well something too i wanted to talk was um the being in the live experience of wrestling so you have a live audience and everything like that obviously You've done film and you've done stage. Is there, do you like doing stage more in in regards to that? Or is it, what's the balance for that for you?
1: You never forget about the audience, Mm -hmm. no matter what you're doing radio, television, movies, theater. You never forget about the audience. The level of energy that you put out in the theater or wrestlers is completely different than the energy you put out in a movie. Because right now you've got that lens. The lens doesn't lie. If you overact, people go, what is that? A schmanz. So you have to have the same level of intensity. It's just you let out less, but you keep everything else at the surface. In the theater, I have to play to the clock on the back wall under the balcony. Yeah. I have to fill the stadium with my energy. That's why all the movements are so gross. And I don't mean gross ugly, I mean gross big. Yeah. Because they are reaching the the thousands of fans cheering and yelling and screaming with those rubber number ones on it you know with the undertaker (laughs) you got
0: yeah you got it (laughs) oh man is there um is there a certain dream role you ever wanted to have in regards to the stage yes yeah
1: i'd like to play a mute Ooh, i'm not kidding I would like to play someone who has no words, that I must express everything through my body, through my emotion, through my skin, through my hair. I, I, I don't know why, but it has always been at the forefront of my brain. Just the way that I am convinced that there are aliens, and that they will land in my vicinity if they ever land on earth. Yeah. Somewhere near me. Yeah. And they will be friendly. Right. Since I was 13, mm-hmm. I, I am convinced of that. That's why I um, produced with Ann
0: Daniel uh, sightings. Oh, nice. Many nice. of all things uh, paranormal. Now, do you have you seen anything that, that's like caused some raised eyebrows or anything? No, yeah. but
1: I, I will tell you. hmm For my 13th birthday, Uh I got an identification bracelet, because in 1958, those identification bracelets with your name on it and an inscription on the other side, Uh um, either you maybe would buy one for your girlfriend, but I got one. Yeah. And I lost it. And I lost it in the Meadows in Central Park. Now, that is a gigantic area. Yeah. And all I did was stop and I would look up and I said, I don't want you to give it to me. I just want you to help me locate it. Yeah. And I looked down as I walked in this vast grass area and picked up my identification bracelet.
0: How about that? How about that?
1: Uh, There was a connection. You know, in theater, one of the first plays I ever did was by a Polish playwright, Grombrowski. Mm -hmm. And he wrote that here I am, and here my partner is, and the communication between us that is formed is God. Yeah. And. I don't know. I, 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 it could be coincidence. I choose to believe that I was being taken care
0: of. Absolutely, I'm in the same boat. I'm in the same boat, Henry. Um, what? So you mentioned being like wanting to be a mute, which is I think is an awesome tr- like, especially on the stage. How hard would that be to challenging? That would be so challenging to do. It
1: would be challenging, but it would be you would have to be centered. Mm-hmm. You would have to be. Uh, acting is really three things. Listening, which is, I think, the ear is the center of all relationships in the world. Mm-hmm. It's how you hear what the other person is saying. Listening, staying calm, and reacting with authenticity. Right. Right. Concentrating on being in the moment so you are concentrating and reacting only to what is being given to you by that other human being or the group of human beings on that stage. Yeah. That you are not distracted. Those three things
0: combined help you to become
1: a better actor.
0: Absolutely. And you said it too. Authenticity is such a key thing. Key, 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 key. So key.
1: Audience knows, audience knows, can
0: smell it right? like sulfur. Right. And th- that's the same thing with wrestling too. If somebody's, you see them like deer in the headlights or you don't see them just not being themselves, you can tell right away. Absolutely. Right away. Right Absolutely. away. Absolutely. All right. You know what I loved? Tag team matches. Yes.
1: Uh, I, I want to say the kangaroo twins. Yes. The kangaroo brothers. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't, I think they were, uh, there might have been uh, before my time, but I know who you're talking they about. They are here. before your time. Yeah. They're
1: just barely my time. <laughs> but I, uh, I watched them with my egg salad.
0: Yeah. Hey, that's great. Uh, man, how was it? Like, just, you b- mentioned that just from memory, too, what you had and everything like that. Uh, was, what else did you watch on television that was big for you back then?
1: But did I want, well, let's see, what was that? Oh, I had a kit, Mm -hmm. a box that you got through the mail. Mm -hmm. And it was a plastic kind of like cellophane, but a little thicker. And you put it on your television. And it was called Winky Dink and You. And they gave you three crayons. And then they would put dots on their screen and you would connect the dots with your crayon, they would tell you what color, and then you would make a picture on your screen on that cell of fame. What? Winky Dink and you. Uh, the Howdy Doody Show. Yeah. Um, what else was big? Oh, uh, The Rifleman.
0: Okay, I've heard of that
1: before. Uh, oh, he was great. He was great. The Virginian. He was great. Then I found out he was an idiot in real life. What actor Uh, was that? I don't remember. Oh, you don't remember? Uh, And then, oh, The Lone Ranger. Yeah. The Cisco Kid. Yeah. Oh, my God. He was uh, an amazing hero with his, his, I think his sidekick was Sanchez. Yeah. Or Pancho. Oh, uh, Tonto, Pancho, Cisco! Oh my yeah. God, it was great. Yeah, loved it, loved it. Awesome. And awesome. then uh, the, the, you know, that's uh, of course when we, when we, uh, get, when we get off the Zoom, I will remember other people. But right, that's how it goes. Those are the shows that I remember: the Lone Ranger, and then the Lone Ranger came to Happy Days, and I have a silver bullet. Do you really? I do. He gave me a silver bullet. I'm telling you, I was how old? 25, 35 <laughs> at the time, you know, yeah. somewhere
0: in there. I was thrilled out of my gourd. Was that the original Lone Ranger, too? That was the actual guy? Uh, Clayton Moore. Clayton Moore? Okay, okay. That's great. Oh, Ooh. my God. Man. Oh, my God. Geez, that's a great thing I love about wrestling too. Is it brings you back to, I I grew up like thirteen around the time I was a happy days fan, too. I was also that's when I got into wrestling too. So
1: and who who was who was big then?
0: So who was big then was like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Madam? Yeah. Oh, have you? Got a hat? Yeah, he's a great man. He's a great dude. Like out of earth, you want to talk about authentic? That's what made him a star. Was authentic? Yeah. Was that? He's uh, even good on his commercial. Oh, isn't he? Yeah, he's yeah. just in that Tide commercial and everything. He's cute. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Rick Flair was still big then. Venom? He's still, is. oh, he's great too. What a party great. guy. He is. Holy smokes. And uh, let's see, I was a big uh, His name was Razor Ramon, or Scott Hall was my big guy back in the day. So, um, wow. and I, my dad was a Bruno San Martino fan. So, um, Bruno. He can't be Bruno. He can't Bruno. Be. Yeah. Yeah. So, but you have a lot of stuff going on too. I, I didn't know you were going to be in the new, are you in the new Monsters Inc. series that's coming you know up? what? It's called
1: Monsters at Work. Mm-hmm. It's a series, uh, July 7th mm-hmm. on uh, Disney. Plus. It awesome. takes up exactly where uh, Monsters Inc., the movie, leaves off. Really? Except that we move from the scare floor to the laugh floor. But Billy Crystal, John, uh, Ben uh, Feldman, who was on um, the, uh, the, what was it called? The the Superstore.
0: Yes, yes. That's That's a great series, too.
1: Uh, John Goodman. Yeah. Uh, It it is so funny for the whole family because they wrote jokes for the parents watching with the children. Yeah, yeah. Monsters at work. Monster, and I am interview. the uh, the manager of the of the uh, the factory floor Fritz
0: <laughs> nice. yeah nice. I' I'm definitely gonna tune in because I love the balance of, of that. Well, that.
1: you know what I'll tell you something honest honestly I'm just I'm, I'm just looking nope I'm looking for a a picture
0: of Fritz. Oh, I think I know, saw it on your Twitter. huh? I think I saw it on your Twitter you had it yeah here he is. Here he is hi fritz that's great (laughs) that's great oh man
1: (laughs) he is cuddly he's funny and he is totally befuddled he always forgets the right word and if he can't think of a sentence he sings a song
0: right (laughs) that's the way to do it i love it i love it um and then then um uh in october yes
1: the uh the last of the trilogy alien superstar comes out there are two 13 year old alien has to leave his repressive planet comes down lands on the only address they know on earth universal studios (laughs) really who is going to talk about a rocket ship on the back lot of a movie studio and then? He gets a job on a sitcom because he's already got the costume. That's that's coming out in October? That, the third one comes out in October. Alien
0: Superstar. Awesome. Awesome. Um, and then I, I'll let you go with this. I saw on that boat, not only did you have fish, but you had a dog, Emmett. Talk about your dog, Emmett, a little bit. Okay.
1: Not my dog. Oh, okay. The, the, but a fisherman. This is how cool that little, he's only two years old. If I stood up out of my seat in order to cast, Emmett, without a word, went under my bench on his little bed. As soon as I sat down and wasn't fishing, he came out, he was on my lap, he was on the bow, he was the masthead, he, I loved Emmett. We really got along. Every once in a while, very independent dog, mm-hmm. he would come over and want his neck scratched and behind his ear. Then he had enough. Then he we was gone. Done. Then he was gone. I had Emmett. To go. Emmett. <laughs>
0: that's great henry i I gotta thank you so much for doing this with me it's it's a wonderful conversation wasn't it it was so fun i like oh man it just takes to to know to tell my sixth grade self i'd be talking to you and it's just i wouldn't have believed it myself so thank you well
1: it was a pleasure dominic really i mean look we we talked about so much right
0: (laughs) it was great it was great uh they follow. how do they follow you on twitter h winkler for real is that it
1: h winkler 4, four and then number 4 yep. real
0: all right r e a l and then uh, yeah and
1: uh, you know i uh, i have a good time on twitter i love twitter
0: i really do you're positive on there man there's that's what well i'm
1: positive but i say what i'm i'm thinking like my thought for the day is it takes all of us to stay healthy
0: to keep our nation healthy absolutely How hard is that? Not hard at all. Not hard at all. Yeah, absolutely. I'm with you, Henry. I'm with you, brother. (laughs) Well, Dominic, I look forward to shaking your hand. Thank you. I do, too. I was going to say that. I was like, I hope we get to meet someday. It would just be a pure pleasure. It really would. (laughs) Otherwise, give
1: Pittsburgh my best regards. I
0: definitely will. All right, guys. This is Dominic D'Angelo, WrestleZone.com. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, You can follow me on Twitter at Dominic D'Angelo. You can follow WrestleZone on Twitter at WrestleZone.com. And go to wrestling.com. Zo WrestleZone.com for all your wrestling news needs. All right. Thanks, guys.